Hello, and webisode. Jumped. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode seventy-six. <laughs> the spirit of seventy-six uh, of the nerd out. I am Lisa. I'm it's P. We are a couple of nasty women, and we are here to nerd out with you. Dude, it's, it's been a while. That's why, right? It's, it's been, been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> um, you can find us online at the nerd out on uh, Twitter and Instagram. We have a Facebook page. You can email us info at thenerdout.com. Um, we are currently running a special that if you leave a five-star <laughs> review, we will read it on our next episode. Um, and then we're also on Stitcher. Yeah, and no one's left a, a review on Stitch yet, so if you want to be the first, yeah. why don't you go ahead and do that? BJ's but... for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Virtual, that is. Virtual um, BJ's. We have our first five-star review. Wait, what? We do. On on, on iTunes? On iTunes. <gasps> yeah, because okay. that's right. A female listened to us. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, the subject the, uh, subject is hotness, all caps. I like by that. By Amy T. Buck. Do you um, know her? I do. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you, Amy, Amy. Amy is a devoted fan. Thank you, Amy. Thanks, and she Amy. writes, well, maybe you should read it. This is your homegirl. She writes, the ladies are hilarious and super smart. Plus, they cover a wide range of topics to keep things fresh. Thank you, Amy. Thanks, Amy. That's amazing. Amy and I, um, sidebar, Amy and I are starting uh, yesterday having a quick Saturday morning check-in when I'm on my way to the office so that we can discuss what happened on The Walking Dead the night before. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, five-star review. Five-star review. So Thank you. Who else is next? Who's next? So, Amy broke the seal. She, yeah. So make it happen, kids. Make it happen. Um, via Facebook, just real quick, just going through comments and stuff. Um, Aisha, Sean, I'm, I'm going to fuck up your name. Chandradas. 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 Um, uh, when you posted about Negan, mm-hmm. she said, LOL, hi, I agree. Just start this group called Negan is Hot. So please share and join us. We'll have a link. If you want, I think there's two members right now. <laughs> I have a super confused lady boner about Negan. <laughs> I think muy conflicted. <laughs> but you know, I always love the bad guys. Mm-hmm. We can get you there. You love the freaky, scary. Yeah, we'll get there, guys. The psychos. So, okay, we'll get when we get to the show. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to talk to you about yeah, that yeah. or whatever. Okay, um, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, and Benson, thanks. Last time we had Shane. Thanks mm-hmm. again to Shane Jessup. Shane Jessup. A.K.A. Uh, Junior Snappers, A.K.A. Leisure Suit. Uh, that was good timers. That was super good timers. He was great. He's fantastic. And I learned a lot about someone that I already considered to be family. You know, you learned mm-hmm. a lot. Um, we talked about the world premiere of Paint Life. Mm-hmm. So that went down. And, and, that, and that is the documentary that Ritzy was a part of see, when see, she see. went overseas to go do... A program sharing art with refugee kids. Yes. And uh, they did a documentary. See. And so the documentary was at um, this film festival. Yes, the Highland Park Independent Film Festival. Mm-hmm. T.I. has been, we, uh, we've had a, a little lull in recording because um, T.I. has been traveling and she got back like, with the day before? Mm-hmm, night before. The night before and she was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I was like, don't even trip. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> and who shows up? Wearing her paint life shirt. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, and the Supernatural Bear was like super excited. It was to see so T-I-T-I. awesome to see him. Oh my goodness. Um, and it was like super full. Yeah, right. It wasn't 
at the at the it was like half full solid half full i thought it, i thought it would be more a lot of people were like oh yeah i'm totally gonna go Oh, please. People no. are such flanks. Yeah, especially on so a Saturday. In this town. In this town on Highland Saturday. Highland Park after, is yeah. kind of far away yeah. for a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get it, I guess. Yeah. But thank you to everyone who came. Especially, yeah, it like, was great. I loved seeing it. it. For me, like having hearing you talk about it forever, um, being able to really see what happened, it made me have like a much deeper appreciation for kind of the experience that you went through oh, and awesome. what you guys did. It was great. So you liked it? Yes. Any critiques, criticism? <laughs> it's 15 minutes too long. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've almost never met a movie I couldn't say that about though. So, <laughs> of course, I would have edited it just a little bit shorter. Yeah, mm-hmm. just a smidge. um. I'm glad you guys like like um, my um. I I really liked it. Thank you. My sister in law went, and I was super super. I have a lot of sister in laws, but she get and I was super surprised. And then she was like, after I was like, dude, oh my gosh. She goes, I thought you just went over to some school and just painted a wall real quick. She's like, she's like, this is amazing. <laughs> you know, I was I really had an appreciation for the amount of travel. That bus ride sounds like that must have been pretty. Yeah, and you Pretty know, serious. watching it, like I was trying to, like I was reliving everything, and it was a ten-hour bus ride from Bangkok to Mesot, which is right at the uh, Burmese border. It's a long time to be on a bus. Yeah, but you know what? It went by like really fast. Like, it, like you know, I hate being, I hate driving. I hate even if I'm not driving, like I hate being in a car or a bus, and I. It really, I don't know if it were, it was excitement, plus like everyone on there were like drawing and talking and. Yeah, that's true. And it was just like, we're in a whole nother place. And it was like, oh, we're going to go to this, like we're getting, being stopped at this checkpoint and people have machine guns. Like it was kind of like an adventure. Like you got to kind of be on high alert. And I don't know, I just went by thinking about it. I don't think I remember being like, oh, when are we getting off of here? It was never like that. And we had like, it's a couple of stops and we got, with your ticket, you got free food, like amazing curry i mean i don't know so it went by uh, pretty quickly uh uh but yeah anyways thanks a lot uh it's hopefully going to be in more film festivals and then um you know hopefully available for people to like maybe yeah. netflix or something i was thinking like oh my gosh there's a bunch of people if they could go see it like download it or something that i know would love it so oh, awesome. you'll have to keep us posted when I that will, happens for sure um and I know, you know, we've we've been gone for a long time and, you know, Walking Dead just went down. Yeah. But we're going to get into that. But before that, <laughs> let's talk about the Diva Cup. Okay. <laughs> let's talk about the Diva Cup. I'm learning out about it right now. Okay. Um, so for those who are not knowing, I think some females might know what this is. A lot of males probably like, what the fuck? Um, is it a pimp cup for the ladies? No, it is not. <laughs> not at all. Maybe a, a pimp cup for my for my puss puss, um, for my vajayjay. Uh, <laughs> no, so a diva cup is I'm this so like so using a pimp cup for my puss puss. <laughs> Catchphrases here, kids. Catchphrases. Yeah, yeah. Um. So the diva cup is one of many out there, but it's probably the 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 popular most popular one um the high uh, highest reviewed one yeah, people it's like a cult yes um so diva cup is a silicone little cup it looks like a like a bell that you insert to your vagina to collect the menstrual blood 
<laughs> Boom. Boom, there it is. So in, in lieu of a pad or a tampon, Tampons. you you go and with it, the And they last cup. for apparently like half the day or something. Yeah, 12 hours. So I was like, I saw that. It's been out for a couple of years. Yep. I remember the first time I saw it was like some internet post. I'm like, that's fucking ridiculous. That's fucking <laughs> nasty. Hell fuck no. Da, 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 da. Right? Mm-hmm. So then recently... For some reason, Diva Cup's been like in the air. Perfectly. Friends of friends being like, oh my God. So my friend did it, was using the Diva Cup and it changed her life. It did it. I was like, mm, I need like a first one degree yeah, friend. Yeah, you need to a like, one degree friend. To so vouch. I was like, I need, but then I started doing research and I was like, oh, because I'm the Viceroy of Value. So yeah. I was like, you save money? And I was like, yeah, okay, you're like, wait a second. Wait, you save money? You save money, but how wait. much is the Diva Cup? So the Diva Cup at Amazon Prime, it's like twenty something bucks. Okay, twenty something bucks. And for those of, for those of you men folks out there, a box of tampons is what like five bucks. Five bucks, but like pat, like I'm I'm I've never really tampons. I'm like pads, right? Um, tampons just never do. I was leak or whatever, so I'm padding it up. And pads, like a a, a bag of pads, depending on what kind of like wings. I'm like super picky, uh, like. Between seven to fourteen bucks, depending on if you're going like seven generation, but you're buying them like every month. I love that we're having this conversation, <laughs> and that it's going to be on the internet. <laughs> this is the kind of conversation Richie and I would just have amongst ourselves. But I feel like I want to let people no, know. No, totally and, evangelize, and, sister. Yes, preacher. because. Okay, so then I, I did research, and I was talking to my sister-in-law, um, another sister-in-law, and I was like, I'm thinking about it. And I was talking to um, my rib, and mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, my friend. She's one of the ones that told me, my friend t- totally said it changed her life, da, da, da. She's never going back. I was like, hmm. So then I was like doing research, and now there's like, you know, a lot of YouTube reviews, people using them yeah, and yeah. telling you, and da, da, da. <laughs> and so I did all that, and I, did, I read the literature. Did they demonstrate how to put it in on YouTube? They do, but with the animation. (laughs) With the animation of how you insert it, but with a real person doing Mm -hmm. the different folds and all this stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to buy one, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to see how it goes. So last month, I did it. In the beginning, I was like, what? I was like, I can't. I'm not used to... It's, it's sticking shit like to like relax your mouth. I was like, oh shit! Like I'm really gonna have to put this shit up up in there. I think it's it, you probably learn it quickly, but that's a little complicated. No, and it was like I was like, cause I, plus I'm not I don't do tampons. I'm not sticking shit up there like that. Okay, <laughs> on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, anyways, I use in the fr- it's a learning curve, and you know you have to do put it in and rotate it while it's in. Like it's. And I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I could do this, you know. But it was a remember a heat wave last yeah, month. Yeah. So it was a it was like super <clears> duper <throat> heat wave where like at night, like no, you couldn't cool down. It got kind of hotter at night, and it was mm-hmm. like humid, which doesn't happen here in California, folks. It's starting to happen now. It's starting to be the regular. So you know, I didn't want to wear a fucking big ass bloody pad and try to go to sleep and Mm-mm. in the heat. That would be terrible. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, nobody got time for that. So I was using the cup and I was like, holy shit. When I, it took me, for me, it took me a day to get it down. Okay. And, and it, it's in there. You can leave it up in there up for 12 hours. Okay. So you like, you put it in the morning, boom, at night, take it out. You know, for me, I kept, I was like, I don't know if it's in right. So I kept taking it in and taking it out. But that also helped me to figure out, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, which fold is the right fold to put it in, you know, and this and that, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, 
I am on my last day of the second cycle of using it. Okay. Converted. Converted. I recommend never going back. I mean, I can't believe that you are all about the pad life. I wasn't. <laughs> that's tragic. It was terrible. That, that's no way to go through life. No. And and they were also in the reviews saying like that a lot of people say that it reduces their cramps. Mm, interesting. And it does. And because they're like, oh, the smell, like smells. There's no smell. The smell doesn't happen until the blood hits the, the air. air. Mm-hmm. So that shit ain't happening because all up in the cup and then you dump the cup and wash it out, put it back in. You're good. Okay. Here's the, here's my primary issue with see, this. See, see, tell me. Um, if you're out in public and you need to change it. Yeah. Like, isn't that, I feel like the people around me aren't consenting to dealing with that. <laughs> So, like, I guess you dump the blood out in the toilet. Yes, you dump it out in the toilet. And then you, do you just shove it back up in there? You can. I mean, if you're, since this is for the public situation, yeah, right? Uh-huh. Um, You could, this was, I was thinking, like, how am I going to do this if I'm in a public bathroom situation? I would dump it, then maybe wrap it up in a, t- a part of the tissue, mm-hmm. take it to the sink, and then like wait for it to be solo style <laughs> mm-hmm. and then rinse it. But they said if you don't have time to do that because you're in a public situation, just dump it and put it back in and you're good. Hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it it's it's like high grade silicon. Um and then all you do for the next time is you boil it. So what I did was I was like, I am boiling in my regular pots and pans. Like that's not going down. Like same, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, I never would have thought of that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, that's not going down. So I got one of, Kano doesn't know that, oh, uh, Supernatural (laughs) Bear doesn't know that I jacked one of his little play pots. That's a real pot. Like, do you know it's real stainless steel? Uh Uh-huh. And I I jacked one of those. I keep it in, now I keep it in my bathroom stuff. And then I put, I boiled the water and put it on there. So it's good. But I'm telling you, it sounds crazy. It sounds gross. But take it from someone that hates doing that type of shit. I'm converted, T.I., Hmm. Never again. Okay. And my cramps have gone down. And my my cramps were all were never like, you know, cry in like fetal position cramps. Yeah. My cramps were like, oh, they're pretty bad. Let me take a Motrin. Maybe two. That's the most. Okay. But this whole time I was like, oh, great. If there's any Diva Cup wearers out there, let us know. Yeah, I'm, it's really, really good. It's fantastic. It is kind of like a cult. Like, you know, it's... Um, gentlemen, when women get together, this is the shit they talk about. And like every once in a while, someone would be like, oh, this is what I use. And it's one of those things that like evangelize. Because it's life changing. It really is. I was like, but then, but then today I was thinking, I was like, yeah, man, I don't have to buy another one for another year if I don't want, like really, realistically, it says you can, you know, not, you, you could probably rock it for a while, but you know, uh, and I was like, Thinking of Shark Tank, and I was like, well, how do they scale this? They don't have really that many other products. They have two versions, two versions of the Diva Cup, like two different sizes. One pre-having kids, mm-hmm. uh, younger than 30, and one post-having kids because you got a bigger little... <laughs> I where I fall on that spectrum. <laughs> so if you're over Deep 30, box. you know what I'm saying? And then they have like a wash that they sell with it, but you don't really need it. I mean, and I was like, how do they scale this? Like... What? Yeah, I think it's just because it is cultish word of mouth. They're just like, oh, we're just gonna slowly grab that demo. Everyone's gonna start buying yeah. it, and then it's just gonna like rotate out. Oh, now this person needs another one. Da 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 da. But it's like 
crazy. And there's, I didn't know, I, I thought Diva Couples was the only one, but there's a grip of them out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Different Diva brands. Couples are like the, the OG. The OG one, the one that's been around, the one that gets like the highest reviews. Um, so I'm rolling, kids. Yeah. Um, I got one in right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even feel it, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's awesome. So if Diva Cup is listening, you yeah. want to send one over to T.I. over here. She's down. She's down for the cause. <laughs> to try out for, you know, for purposes, for, for sponsorship purposes. Uh-huh. No, it's really great. I really recommend. Okay. You know? Um, one other thing. Probably shouldn't go here, but I'm going to. <laughs> We've already done There's, it. <laughs> um, there is, you can get these sea sponges. Have you heard about this whole thing? They're like natural sea sponges. Okay. And a lot of women, some women use them for period stuff if they're like super crunchy granola. Oh, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've but seen those. a lot of women use them. They put them in and then have sex during period with way less like oh Patrick Bateman American Psycho <laughs> kind of situation going on. Oh. And uh, I was just reading somebody being like, "Oh my god, I just did it this morning," and uh, on Reddit. And I was like, oh, yeah. Mm. So it reminds me of that. Yeah. I never heard heard of the sexual timers. I had an unfortunate experience with that, and we'll never try it again. (laughs) But it seems to work with everyone else. Oh, see, no, no. Because of that, because of what you just said and the look on your face right now, Uh that's not going down. I'm Uh not going to try it. Yeah. Not so much for me. But other people love it. Kind of the same idea. (laughs) Check it out, guys. Check it out. Sponge. Um, knowing me, I'd be allergic. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Because how do you know until that you're you allergic know. until you stick a and sponge? That's, and that's not a place you want to find out that no. you're allergic. No, not at all. Oh, my goodness. All right. Um, so this is what I was thinking. We could either go to movies or we just go into what we're here to talk about because we need the therapy and then maybe end on them. Like, I think that that's what we do. Okay. Let's make it happen. So The Walking Dead happened. <laughs> I mean, this is Tuesday morning. Tuesday it happens morning, Sunday, Sunday night. night. Yeah, still, still collecting my thoughts. I guess. Um, okay, initial impressions. Uh, <clears throat> I my my bets on who is going to bite it was Glenn with a runner up of Abraham. So whoa, on that, ding on ding that, ding, on that winner. Front, I'm feeling a little <laughs> vindicated. Um, but I just, I mean. I thought it was really good. I thought they redeemed that like bullshit cliffhanger that they got away with at the end of last season. But the one thing that it just was, and there's just no getting around it, I don't think, is that it was just bleak. It's the only yeah. word I can think of. Yeah. Like so bleak. And like, I know that this is a phase, like the comic books, the comic books are pretty bleak from beginning to end. I think that there's a little more um, moments of happiness and levity in the TV show. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like, how the fuck do you come back from this one? Like Maggie has lost everyone and everything. But Maggie's got plot armor for the rest of the show, I'm sure. Like Maggie's not going to die. She's lost everyone. So (laughs) she's safe. Her and Carl are probably the two safe ones. Um, but it's like, it just seems, I, I'm just closing my eyes and envisioning that the next, like, at least three or four episodes not good. are just going to be like mega downers. Yeah. 
the only they're gonna try to have a little bit of happiness because um carol and morgan are gonna be in the, the kingdom we're like oh and that'll be like new and interesting they'll be like wow look people know how to, people can like band together and really thrive in the zombie apocalypse but that's not gonna do it it's not gonna erase the pain for me no not at all it for me it'll probably stress me i'll be like oh yeah get ready folks you're about to get fucked yeah <laughs> by by negan and his crew now he has rick and all them and da, 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 da. like i don't know like T.I., I was, we're trying to figure out how T.I. and I can watch it together. Like, I knew that we needed support. Yeah. Like, I knew I couldn't watch this, yeah. like, alone, alone. Like, and then also, because everyone, they're fucking dicks, and you, spoilers for days, both of us had a log, I'm sure many of us had a log off all social oh, yeah. media. Oh, yeah, for Right sure. at 6 o'clock when they did the 9 o'clock. Yep. And I get the, I get the East Coast feed, but... That's dinner time. Like, I'm feeding. I kind of, okay, feed yourself, guys. I'm over here. What? You know, I can't. So, um, when I started watching it, I was like, I was upset. Uh-huh. I think because I was like so stressed out about who, finding out who was going to be the, and I said it was probably Glenn, but because of, I haven't read them, but you have. And so I kind of was like, they're going to do that with all yeah. the shit that, everything that you were saying before, how they're like psyching us out with the dumpster one and da 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 da, just to like get us. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's totally it. That's totally it. it happened in the comics. It's going to happen. So the fact that we had to wait a while to find out actually who was, was, was getting me really upset. I was almost dreading watching it. I almost didn't want to watch it. Yeah. And I was just like, I just wanted, I wanted it to just like rip the bandaid off. Mm-hmm. And like, we waited this long, just tell me who died. Like, you know, but then they were like this and the, the time flashlight. And when I, at the time when I was watching, I was really upset. Now, a day, two days after, and then watching um, Talking Dead yesterday, and just thinking everything over, getting reminded of certain things. Like, I get it, but at the time I was really upset, and then I knew that it was going to be Glenn. And when Abraham went down, I was like, "Oh, that sucks." But I was like, Whew. "Yeah, right." I was like, "Okay." But then when Glenn went down, Ugh. um, I was in the room by myself in the dark watching it. I think I was hugging like my blanket or whatever. My I call it my cozy cos, my comfy cos, and then. Um, me Osito, OG, uh, Osito walks in and he's going to take a shower. He walks in <laughs> and he's getting his stuff together, go in the bathroom at the, he's like, he's like, what's going on? I go, I'm, they're having even, I go, they killed one person, one person, that's fine, da, 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 but I don't know, I feel like something's going to happen. He walks in right when Glenn gets it. <laughs> I, I go, <gasps> And immediately tears start spraying out my <laughs> eyes. And then after the fact, he's like, oh, he's like, you're going to be okay. And I was like, huh? <laughs> he goes, takes a shower. He's like, when he comes out, he goes, I heard you whimpering. So I was like, I'm going to take my time and try not to try to give you space. I mean, he thinks it's ridiculous, but he still <laughs> try to give me my space. And then he was telling me, he's like, yeah, I just heard you. And I was just like, I go, yeah, I'm fine now. Like, I just needed it to happen. But the, I think the shock of living it was mm-hmm. like holy shit mm-hmm. um i think like thinking back now if i was negan and i caught the people who fucking like shady killed a group of my team mm-hmm. while they were sleepy while they were memes and shit mm-hmm. like i would be like i would have killed all of them i don't know if i would have been able to he sees a bigger picture because mm-hmm. I guess he's in the leader role role, and he's been doing this for a while and collecting people. And he understands he needs to break them to to for them to serve him. He gets that, but I think 
for me at this point, not leading a group of people and not knowing that that's what I have to do to survive in this new world, I would have been like, you forget that. I think at that moment you forget you're, you're like, oh, these are our peeps. That's a great point because you can just pick yourself up and move yourself into a different group of people looking at Rick's people and you're like, these people are crazy. Yeah. Like they need to be brought down a notch. Yeah. But they're, they don't know. They don't know Rick and the crew on our crew. They, all they know their first impression is these motherfuckers killed my motherfuckers in their sleep. Like not even in battle. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they crept up and like serial killer whack pussy shit. Really, mm-hmm. if you if you think about it like that, like street on street shit, like if I saw that, that's like that that's 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 crossing all kinds of shit. It's, I think even in this apocalypse, like what I don't like, how did that happen? Why did mm-hmm. that happen? Mm-hmm. So, but I like now looking back, and I was like, why did uh, Negan have to do that? And it's true, he had a, how else he besides killing him? I he I think he realized this guy must be badass if he was able to infiltrate my shit. And they only have a few people because he scoped them out. He's mm-hmm. knowing. He's mm-hmm. knowing. He mm-hmm. did the recon. And he's like, he must be badass if he's leading the, this group of like. Ragtag, rag, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the bad news bears. Like, yeah. <laughs> up to, to fucking it's severely impact my team. You know, so I think he realizes that and is like, okay, I'm going to have to break this motherfucker. Oh, and then after I just killed one of his strongest men that wasn't whimpering down and was like all puffy chest up mm-hmm. and he's still like i'm gonna kill you i think i think negan was a little shook i think negan was a little shook and he's like oh killing him is the easy route i'm gonna i'm gonna make him pay but i'm also making work for me and i could see why he had to break him down how he said yeah that's that look and i was like okay i get it but i was like man negan's been doing it, i guess since day one i wonder what in the in the comic i want to ask you do you know the backstory of Negan? Do you know what, what he was doing pre-apocalypse? What his profession was, his story life? I feel like it married? might have been mentioned, but I don't think they really get into it. Um, that would be interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, and, and I think that that's why Negan is a kind of, I mean, fun villain <laughs> is not the right word. <laughs> But he is very smart and very yeah, charming. He is. And he has That's deadly. And he has a Ted Bundy. Yeah. And he has a code. It's pretty fucked up, but it's a code. It's a code nonetheless. And he's pretty and he's pretty upfront about it. Like this is how you behave, this is what you get. This is how you behave, this is what you get. Let's figure this out. Yeah. And stick to his word at least. <laughs> I mean Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, the fact that yeah, he's just he's Dangerous, but he's not and dangerously crazy. good looking. Yes, but he's dangerous, but he's not crazy. Yeah, is he? I mean, that's what you get I from mean, reading. Is he? He's kind of. He's kind of crazy, but I think that everyone's kind of crazy. Yeah, if, in this world, you gotta yeah. be. But like Seal says. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And the immortal words of Seal. But I, and I think that he is crazy. But I think that he's crazy like a fox. Like he has very specific like, reasons yeah. for doing things. And he doesn't do things by accident. And he's he thinking ahead. Thing. He's, he's, yep. he's playing chess while every, a lot of motherfuckers are playing checkers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Negan. I see you. But what about... <laughs> what about... So watching the... I forget how long it's been on. It's mm-hmm. been on for seven years. Crazy. Seven years. Seven years. Seven years. It's crazy. And to think of... I think... You know, I was trying to explain to Milcita. I was like, this show's been on for seven He goes, yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I go, Feels like seven years to him. <laughs> yeah, totally. 
and and I was just like, that's why like it was so heartbreaking for Glenn to to bounce. Like he was there from jump, and to see his evolution, to see like his his arc, his his character arc, and stuff like that, and how he how much he learned, how much he added to the whole storyline, and then to see Carl, he's still around, and but just he's he. He grew up hell. We hated Carl, and now we love and fucking respect Carl. Like I will roll with Carl now. Yeah, Carl's totally ride or die at this point. Yeah, he's like, just do it. Like he knew, he knew for he 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 had that his dad had to do it to save the rest of the people. Like he knew it. Like and it was like, not really. He wasn't sad for himself. Kind of. He just kind of like. He knew that it was. It hurt his dad to tr- that he, his dad didn't want to do because he knew that it was hard for him. Yeah. But he was just like, just do it. Like, and I was just like, oh my god, that's amazing. In many ways, Carl is way better adjusted to the new reality just because he's a kid and it's kind of more of what he's known. Yeah. And then occasionally you find adults who have adjusted to the reality, and those are like the governors and the Negans, and like <laughs> just a little bit too, yeah. too much. And so, but it's like Carl is very clear-eyed about kind of what needs to be done yeah but But different than the older crazy people yeah and i think because he's he was like he i think he's still angst little teenager but at the same time his reality seven in seven years or i don't know how long what's the timeline within within the walking dead i don't don't think it's seven years no no not at all um maybe like a couple years maybe maybe two years max maybe because they've been walking around and doing all stuff like, I think he's able to, because, you know, kids are, they learn so quickly and they can adjust so quickly. And I feel like he had a grip of fucked up shit happen to him that made him realize a lot of things super quickly. His mm-hmm. hormones are ranging. He's making adjustments. But at the same time, he's able to be like, still still be in a fucked up situation, but kind of be like, well, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And not really have that baggage of being older and be like, well, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's he has, just like, no, this is the way it is. He has no idealism. Nah. Yeah. He's like, this is what it is. This is, my mom's boned out. My dad's gone crazy back and forth. <laughs> like, we've lost a lot of people. You know, I've got guts. We had a cross. I mean, there's a lot of shit. I can't even imagine. Like, this apocalypse definitely is weeding out this apocalypse, I see, you know, now we had a conversation, we've always have conversations with different people are like, who who are the natural leaders? Who are the worker bees of the society? Da, da, da. And I think I mentioned here before, like the G's, Cabezon, he's like, I'll admit it, I'm a worker bee. Like I go in, I go out, that's what I do. I'm fine with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And And a lot of people don't know what lane they're in in life you know mm-hmm. they 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 think they're something that they're not and this apocalypse knocks that shit down and it immediately lets you know what lane you're in what role you're gonna play and you can evolve like we saw glenn mm-hmm. glenn was like oh he's uh you know the delivery pizza guy who can get in get out da, da, da. let's use that only to a leader that like like uh, chris harwick said like the soul and the heart of the show uh, you know stuff like that and then you know, you can see that that definitely can happen, but through certain experiences. But he had it in him. You know what I'm saying? But you could see who's who are the just the worker bees who mm-hmm. are just going to be those weak people that don't make it. And then the ones that are just going to be like, OK, I'm going to do what everyone says. And that's just in them. Or they've given up and they're like, I'm just going to roll with Negan right here. A stooge. <laughs> yeah. So in the comic, I wanted to ask you, do they I, I was looking at the whole the like the. 
the um, over view, mm-hmm. like a, the overshot, mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. the drone shot of like the people, mm-hmm. the whole mm-hmm. crew, when they mm-hmm. were like dispersing. Mm-hmm. There's like there was I saw one female. Mm-hmm. I know there was a couple of other females that they killed mm-hmm. before. In the comic, do you see a lot of females in within his crew? Like when they show. Um, I would say that Negan has more of a 50s housewife kind of idea about women. Oh. So, yes, you will see women, but they're not really Carol kinds of women. Got it. Got it. Yeah, because the homegirl... Or Maggie. She had a a gun and she was like walking away. And I was like, like, oh. They exist. Okay. But But there weren't that many. The ratio. Yeah. Yeah. I would say um, you will... There will be women. (laughs) There will be blood. <laughs> and, and what about the kingdom? Uh-huh. You're excited. Your eyes just lit up right yeah. now. Kingdom will be fun. Okay. Kingdom will be fun. I think that in the comic books, Michonne has a storyline. I think that they're giving it to Carol would be my guess. Mm. Um, so that will be interesting to watch. Um, I just really, I wanted to like call in a Carol airstrike during the whole Negan thing. <laughs> I was like, totally. where, where is badass Carol when you need her? <laughs> exactly. Um... Yeah, so I'm excited about that. It'll just be like, I mean, this at this point in the books, it's pretty like dreary. So I think it might be some real must must dreary TV. <laughs> and do you or do you feel that it's um, Daryl's fault necessarily? He'll he'll definitely he's gonna feel like it's he, his fault. Yeah, but do you? I don't know that Negan would have killed somebody else. If it wasn't, yeah, 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 that's what I, that's what I feel. So definitely, yeah. I like how when uh, Homeboy came out on Talking Dead, what's his name? Dean, what's his name? Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And he was like, "Yeah, it is Daryl's fault." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was I, I enjoyed watching that Talking Dead. You don't get to see the cast together. Yeah. And so seeing them together and kind of like, I always like to watch kind of body language mm-hmm. and like who. Um, like how they sort of like greet each other and whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, I was sort of like, whoa, that's a very warm welcome that Jeffrey Dean Morgan gives Maggie, mm-hmm. whatever her name is. Cause he like fully went in for it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then I realized that they've been, uh, they were in Batman versus Superman together. Oh, they were Bruce Wayne's parents. Oh, so like, I think I that they've, that. yeah. And they were on, um, they might've been on supernatural at the same time. Uh, so, so like, they have yeah, name. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. But yeah, it's just it was great watching them. I feel bad for um, for Glenn and Abraham or <laughs> the people who play them, <laughs> Steve and Mike. Steve and Mike, yeah, because that's got to be sad. I mean, at least you kind of know it's coming, yeah, because you've seen the comics, yeah. But um, especially for for Steve, because he's been there since Jump, and they were like, I mean, Homegirl plays Maggie was like crying before he even came out talking about it and stuff like that, and yeah. I, you know, I can imagine it's like. An intense, tenser, uh, intense version of like the camaraderie we have being out in the desert with everyone yeah. from Coachella for like a week, a week or weekend. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Imagine like yeah, being in the trenches with your for people like months. for months and and having to keep secrets together. That always brings people close sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, just Steve just. Just gorgeous. I just, I'm really interested to see where he goes from this because I know he did improv. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder if he's going to go completely opposite route and try to get some. He was in something recently. He's doing some voiceover work. I saw. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, and you know, I, maybe a, a good way to wrap it up, the one thing that I will say um, about him and about everyone, but especially Andrew Lincoln, is that acting was top-notch. Oh my goodness. I felt like, and I think we talked about this before. Um, like he said, he, he said that on Talking Dead, he had, after they felt wrapped up, he had to go home and sleep for like a week. Mm-hmm. Because he looked like you think, everyone looked <laughs> yeah. the way you would think that they would look yeah and i think that you have if you don't have really good actors on a show like this you can't pull off the like whole serious zombie apocalypse it turns into something campy super campy so the fact that they have like such great dramatic actors and i mean andrew lincoln like seriously somebody just needs to give that dude an emmy because he's crushing it more and more better and better every season yeah yeah he 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 did he he successfully didn't have that look anymore mm-hmm. when he wasn't supposed to. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Like it's Walking Dead. My whole weekend was about crazy emotions with with this and the movie that I'm going to talk about. And it's just it was all, a lot of it. The amazing acting was all nonverbal fucking major fucking skills. Mm-hmm. The nonverbals. You know what I'm saying? Like, and also give it up to to like makeup. I I don't think like I think we talked about this before. I don't think they really had to spray them with shit to look like they were sweating because they were shook. Because I think they were they believed that they were super shook. Because imagine like they already know who who's gonna go down, but this is like they're gonna finally see and the fight's finally gonna come to an end that their two real good close homies are never gonna be on the show again. They're yeah. shooting the last scene. Yeah, and it'll be like, you know, and action. And yeah. so they, like, film him being bludgeoned to death from one angle. And then they're like, okay, cut, let's rearrange, go to camera B. Yeah. And then, like, rearrange it and then doing it over and over yeah. and over again. That's mentally very tough. What I, uh, no one asked, I thought, that was interesting, I thought Chris Harder was going to ask um, Steve and and Mike, but mostly Steve, your parents, as a, your parents can't watch that. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's too fucking real. It's it looks too fucking real. Like I couldn't, I could. I couldn't really watch the whole thing. I had to avert my eyes. It was very gory. I was just like, I kind of was appalled, and I was getting kind of upset. And I was like, I don't know if I could watch anymore for because Glenn was going to be gone. Glenn was dying right in front of me, and then it was gory. And I was like, fuck, is this how it's going to be? Like, but then this is this apocalypse. You can't get mad. Like I don't understand. People are like. I'm never going to watch this again. I'm like, come on, And there's, I haven't read them, but I think um, Chester the Molester posted like an article and it was like gore for just gore sake or violence for just violence sake. And someone um, posted, when I posted about like watching Talking Dead, tears are coming down. Yeah, I know it's fiction. Leave me alone. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And and this one girl, um, she's just like, yeah, but I don't think that was, you know, necessary, all the gore and all the stuff. And then I told her about you know, that's what I thought. But then, you know, I would bludgeon some motherfuckers to a pulp like that if they, you don't know what if, who, maybe they killed someone super significant to Negan during the sleep, mm-hmm. sleep murders. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm using Lucille and I'm, I'm doing the same exact thing, mm-hmm. you know, um, just cause I have, you know, Mexican rage, but. <laughs> but in the apocalypse, I think it would be a hundredfold. Um, but yeah, I don't know how you could watch your child being. Yeah. Even just watching, I think even act, even actors' you- parents watching someone die, just dying without without being blended to death. 
I think it's sad because you're like, you think about, oh, that's really my kid dying. Like, you know what I mean? It's such a weird place that your brain has gone with this one, but it's totally true. It's so crazy. You know what I, I mean? I never would have thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. I just I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, his parents. They but then I mean, you could shit. you could maybe also um, you could also say that you know if an actor is your parent or your good friend, that that would also be hard watching them. Yeah, of course, of course. Just in general, anyone like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I would hate to see you be Blood you know your eye pop TV out, show? yeah, and then your brain's all over the place. That would be hard, but especially as a you know parent or whatever, but. I don't know. So Sundays, huh? Sundays we're gonna need the support. Like I, we're, we're gonna, gonna need, need Talking Dead group. as as more than ever, and mm-hmm. we're gonna need each other. <laughs> I'm probably not gonna be able to watch this week since I'm gonna be uh, in Parting DC. Parting it up. Yeah, I probably won't be able to watch it till I get back on Tuesday. I will be up north as well, and I'm thinking I'm gonna have to watch it by myself when everyone's asleep, and then yeah, I'll see what I can figure out. Hopefully, there's no more tears. Yeah. We were devastated in the morning. A lot of people were so devastated in the yeah, morning. Yeah, I've totally felt like Walking Dead hangover. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's powerful shit. That's amazing yeah. television. That you yeah. care so much that you're just like, it feels like you lost someone. But it was great seeing that he's alive and still yeah. looking cute as ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see, kids. We'll see. Um, to change the subject abruptly, A, I finished Stranger Things, finally. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to go back and listen to what you and Shane talked about on the podcast. Oh, yeah. That'd be interesting. Because I had to leave the room because I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. I just, I loved everything production related, like, and music, like, the music, the clothes, oh, so the, like, all of it was great. And I, like, um, I was pleased to see that they left it open for... Season numero dos. Mm-hmm. But you were not impressed. Uh, not as impressed as everyone. Yes. And you think that is what... I think because I heard everybody raving about how great it was before I saw it. Too hyped for you. Too hyped. So I was like, I was walking into it. I was like, oh, oh this is good. Which is um, kind of how I also felt about Luke Cage. But I would say that overall, Luke Cage has you finished it um i have one more episode oh nice overall i've been really pleased with luke cage um it's very good not great in my opinion and westworld is the other one that i'm trying to get in on early because everyone is talking about how great it is yeah and i don't want it to be a case of uh too hyped yeah too hyped so i'm trying to i'm trying to catch up on that um I don't have HBO at the moment, so various places. The Sweat Lodge has it on the TV. Oh, nice. <laughs> so just uh, trying to watch that so that I'm not far behind, and then I binge, and then I don't love it as much as everyone else. I've been, we've only been able to see, because i got to wait for Osito to watch it, so I can't just binge watch it, but we finally saw the first episode of Luke Cage, and we were we were worried that it was going to be, it wouldn't live up to the hype. Mm-hmm. But what I did go, because I'm really excited about the music and the titles mm-hmm. of each episode, you yeah. know, being a huge hip-hop fan, um, I went with uh, Woes, who we had before, my, my brother Woes, and I went with my homegirl, who we're going to have eventually at some point, um, Christabel, and we went to the Ace Hotel here, and we saw the live um, soundtrack the score to Luke Cage with the orchestra and the band with Adrian Young and Ali Shahi Muhammad of Tribe Called Quest fame, who did the whole score for the for the show, and it was amazing to be in an old 
historic theater, like the Ace Hotel Theater, with the the lighting and just the whole vibe, and to have like live orchestra with fucking the um, opera singers doing. I mean, it was. Um, and I was awesome. like, I haven't even seen it. I'm super hyped just on the quality of the music and the 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 work that went into it and. Also, being a Tribe Quest fan, he they were talking, giving little backstories on some of the songs. Or like, you know, this part I don't want to do any spoilers, but this song, this this next song comes out as a certain part that's super pivotal. And he Ali Hashahi Mohammed's brother died the day before. Talking about Fife from Tribe Called Quest, he's like, but he came in the next day and recorded, it, and it's called, um, what's it called? Requiem for Fife. Mm-hmm. And then he played it, and then they had like five, and they had tribe called Quest Colors, of uh, like on illuminated against the amazing architecture in the. I mean, it was it was magical, and I'm mm-hmm. super happy that I got to see it. So, uh, just on that alone, I'm like super excited. And homeboy's not bad to look at. No, homeboy's not bad to look at. <laughs> really good looking dude. Yeah, and with a deep voice, like and and yeah, so he's not bad to look at. Um. What else? And it has, um, it has your favorite, um, Rosaria. Yeah. What what episode? How she, far she, up she comes in about halfway through. Okay, cool. So I have some more. But episodes. she's in it much more than I thought she would be. I didn't realize. Oh, she's in it way much more. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm excited. Yeah. She's awesome. She's great. She's always in the coolest fucking shit. I also want um, Shane. I saw Shane Junior Snappers the other day with Wolves and a couple and Kano um, for dinner, and he's like, "You have to watch Black Mirror." Is that the one you told me about too? Oh, Black Mirror. I saw the first season. You know, it's one of those BBC things where it's like four episodes. But they're like a... And that came out, um, gosh, probably a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. Because I guess that day was Friday? Friday. The the new season came out. The new season. Uh Uh-huh. And I think that Netflix went... Netflix circumvented um, the Black Mirror people's deal with the BBC. Because normally you have to wait like 100 years to get BBC programming in the U.S., and um, they're able to release it in the U.S. at the same time. So, um, nice. yeah, I'll have to... There were... You know, I, I thought, again, I thought that it was... Everyone was like, oh, my God, Black Mirror! And I was like, eh, it's uh, pretty good. Got it. Like, some of the episodes were like, oh, that's good. And some of them I was like, ooh. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. Chris Hardwick was talking about it. He's like, oh, you know, this episode is brought to you by Black Mirror, but I've been talking about it for years, so... You know, I just want them to like know that I would mention it regardless because I love this show. It's one of the best things on TV. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping it's not. And the reason why we want to watch it, Miosito and I want to watch it, is because he's a huge. They say it, it's kind of Twilight. Oh yeah, totally. And totally. he's like a huge Twilight freak. Mm-hmm. Twilight Zone freak. Um, not Twilight. Twilight Zone. Let's get <laughs> is it he together. Team Edward or Team Jacob. <laughs> um, so excited to see that. Uh, but going to movies, I mm-hmm. went. I was on CI what she was doing to see if she wanted to roll. Movies. I know. I, I, know totally, you, I would have gone. Because you love quality movies and you love Q&As just as much as I do. Like, I, yep. lo- I live for that shit. And yep. we're super lucky and fortunate to live in L.A. where we get that shit yep. all day if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. We had the time and money. So I went to go see Moonlight, um, which came out limited um, advanced screenings in, like, major cities. Chicago, New York, L.A., blah, 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 Philly, and I think maybe Miami and stuff. Uh, Barry Jenkins is the director. I I don't think I've ever seen any of his other films, but they say those are amazing as well. But it's basically um, 
you think you know what it is, but you go see it, and it's just this universal, amazing film where it has three actors that play one person when they're in elementary school, high school, and then as an adult. And it's... It's an African-American kid, young man, growing in usual situation, um, hyper-masculinity, and he's dealing with figuring out that he's gay. But it's not a, it's not like, a, it's nothing like you've ever seen before in your life. It is amazing. So I couldn't find anyone that was wanted to roll. So I said, fuck it. Last minute, like at 8, 7, 7.45, I was like, I was like, Missy, I was like, oh, you're going to put um, Supernatural Bed? But I, I'm going to, he's like, where are you going? I was like, I go, I'm going to go see this film. It's Q&A. You're very solo. I went solo. Don't, and I do that. I used I to do that. a lot. And I don't I don't care. And I put a hat. I, I was like, not even dressed. I put a little bit of, I don't even know. I think my eyebrows were not even on. I was like, fuck, I'm just going to put a cap on. I'm not going to miss this opportunity. Because it was in the dome. Yeah. It was It was huge. It was in the dome. And I went in the dome. They had Q&A afterwards with like the cinema, photo- cinema photographer. Um, so two people from A24, like the producers. Okay. Um, and then... Two of the actors, not the I wanted the little boy, um, Alex Herbert is his name, I believe, um, to be there, the one that plays him when he's little there, um, and then had like some guy from MTV as a moderator. Uh, the film is I was crying a lot. It was not much is said, but a lot is said with the nonverbal skills, and mm-hmm. I recommend it to everyone. Um, I was talking to Shane about it, and he's like, he's like, oh, I heard it's good. I can't wait to see that. He's like, it's good, and I was like. And I wrote right here what I, I was like, I was like, it, I go, um, it's beyond that. I go, it's well, I go, we'll get well-deserved rewards and it will change how people of color portrayed in film. And hopefully, I fucked up on the spelling, and hopefully it will be the catalyst for many engaging much needed combos and change within the community regarding male masculinity. You see a film and you're like, oh yeah, amazing acting. Like you do that shit all the time, especially yeah. for like Oscar worthy films. I was like, but this film goes to the level of changing the game. Um, like they even talked to cinema photographer. They're like, you know, uh, a lot of people, I didn't know this problems lighting black actors. And Mm -hmm. then the cinematographer, he's like this older, like white guy. And he's like, yeah, I don't know what the problem is. (laughs) You know, I think a lot of people try to like hyper light it. He's like, but there's such great tones in the skin. You just let it do what it does, you know? And, and just on that and no, and then yesterday I was like, I still think about the movie every day and I was like, I need to hear that soundtrack because the soundtrack is amazing. The composer, it's not like it's in the hood, but you, there's not, you know, when you see a, especially as a person of color where you see a hood, like a movie about people of color, they're in the hood. It's extra hood on hood shit. Like the music and, and it, cause you feel like you have to do everything yeah. to convey that you yeah. know but this shows a a, a young african-american man in the real like a real world real situation where you don't have to use that and still convey above and beyond what you're trying the music is such an integral part of it and he's this composer named uh nicholas Petrell, and i looked up his shit and he does amazing like hip-hop tracks too i think he did um 12 years a slave and he does like a bunch of other shit but amazing you can see i'll put a link to it on spotify the whole soundtrack there's like little like his name when he's little there's this theme and it's just i hear it and i was drawing i was 
sketching and it was just heartbreaking all over again. And it's a it's about longing and wanting to be loved and it was just ugh. Just thinking about it makes me want to cry. It's amazing. Okay. <laughs> that is a rousing seal of approval. It's super good. Like I wish everyone would see it. and I, I was thinking like I was too far up and you know for a microphone to get to me, but I was hoping that this is a film that I feel should be shown in um, certain community, like high schools. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's, it speaks volumes. It's amazing. So those and the actors, dude, they about they're about to get some awards. They're about to get like next level shine. This it's amazing. So. Well, I it'll be around for a while because it's going to get good reviews and they're going to want it to be for up for award consideration. Yeah, and it's going to so be at a larger next, release. Next weekend. Yeah, I think it comes out this weekend. Okay. I think like in a wider release. Okay. So definitely. And I was hoping that, and I was also saying that I hope people that are not especially industry get mm-hmm. access to this film because that's who needs to see. Everyone mm-hmm. needs to see it. But that's when you see it. And there were t- a lot of people were saying, like, in the Q&A, like, I can't even. This one guy was going crazy. He's like, I can't even. Ca- it's not a gay film. It's not a black film. I can't even categorize. They're like, well, that's what we're hoping for. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. that's the goal. So, I don't know. It's great. Well, the only thing that I've seen that I do not have near the amount of love for <laughs> is um, Hell or High Water. What's that? It had um, Chris Pine, oh. Jeff Bridges. Uh, it's about these two brothers, mm-hmm. and they go on this like bank heist, a bank heist. Uh, I think I remember streak. seeing something about that. Yeah. And Bridges is the deputy who's trying to track them down. It's like his last thing before he retires. It was it was kind of like an interesting meditation on uh, meditation. Never sounds like something you want to hear in a movie. <laughs> Um, it was an interesting exploration of, uh, of sort of like rural America and how like banks and various people like screwed over the little guy. And, um, it it was really interesting. It was well acted. Chris Pine, um, AKA Captain Kirk. Like I only ever see him be like pretty, (laughs) but he was really good in this, like legitimately good, um, dramatic actor. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was good. I recommend it, but you know, it's probably like a cool, if you're hanging out at home and you want something that's fairly fast paced and interesting to rent, go with that. Okay. Um, it's still in theaters now. I think it's just wrapping up. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. There might be, it might get some awards kind of buzz. Like Mm. it's that, it's a, that kind of. Oh, that level, that level. Yeah. Or that's what they're, that's what they're aiming for at least. Oh, um, one thing I forgot to mention when I went to the screening, I was like, oh shit, everything's, luckily I'm just one person, so I'll get that one seat. And I was like, I want the aisle, but there's someone there and then there's empty and then there's, and I was like, I'll do that. So I sit down and it's like the oldest, whitest two ladies then next to me. And I was like, mm, I'm all hi. She was like, hi. Uh, did you know that the director's going to be here afterwards? And I was like, yeah, I go, it's supposed to be like the, I go, I don't think it's the director. I think it's the actors. Like, yeah, that's great. And then I was like, oh my God. I was like, please let the person that sits next to me be a person of color. You know, because I'm sure there's going to be things in the movie that I, that are going to be funny that might not be funny to her or things that I'm going to get that she might not get. So then I see this guy and I was like, oh, please don't sit. And it's that guy. And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. And then who sits in front of me? Yeah, why? 
And then who's in back? <laughs> yeah, my people. And I was like, all right. So it was fine. And then they, the, the homeboy next to me left, boned out for Q&A. But the ladies next to me, they stayed. They're like, do you want to say, yeah, I'm okay, we'll stay. And then they were talking about, while everyone's getting set up, they're talking about like, um, yeah, but I don't, I don't believe that really. I don't believe that he hasn't touched another human in 10 years. That seems hard to believe. And how come he just didn't go to college in between that time? Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, oh, my God. And I was, like, looking for a seat. Where can I move? <laughs> but, yeah, I thought it was interesting. I mean, at least they stayed and yeah. wanted to learn more. If only he'd get an education. Yeah. They're like, how come? I don't understand why and he better just himself. go to. Why did he just go to college? <laughs> oh, ladies. Ladies, ladies. <laughs> Um, yeah, so anything else? I think we're going to... What, what's what's the schedule looking like? Uh, maybe we'll... Yeah, I mean, I still have it in my calendar that every Friday, every other <laughs> Friday, we're supposed to be recording. Um, so I'm happy to start that up, not this Friday, but the next Friday. What, what state was that? We'll find out. Um, and then, oh, if we don't get to record by then, um, DesignerCon is coming up. Uh, oh. the 19th and 20th Pasadena Convention Center and I'm going to be uh, at the I'm going to share a booth with Kano no way yeah so we're going to post that and hopefully you can come through, come through. and should be a good time so I'm going to be pretty crazy busy trying to get some sh- goods and some wares to sell a little bit I mean I'm not going to try to stress myself out too much but I just you know want to be there and it's been a while. I mean, I go every year, but to have something, I mm-hmm. think, you know. So I'm getting some pins. I'm going to be getting them next week. I got some pins, some enamel pins. The pin craze going on right now. This okay. is one of my Stevie Wonder illustrations. Uh-huh. Sell those there and maybe a couple of other things. Oh, I'm going to try to get a new tea towel done uh, for my series. Oh, I love the tea towels. Thank you. And um, I'm sorry, just, I'll just bring it up. Uh, you, Your artwork was on the front page of the LA Times. Oh, yeah. Uh, crazy, crazy kudos to my good friend, Josh Kuhn, who was the MacArthur Fellow. He won the, um, the fellowship and he was on the, he was on the cover of like the digital LA Times. And someone put his wife, I think, posted the, the article. And I was looking at the picture. And I was like, oh, there's a video of him doing the To Live and Dine in L.A. And Miocito's um, in it because he hosted it. I was like, oh, awesome, family, da-da-da. And then there's a picture of him in his office. He's a um, professor at USC. And he has th- my three posters that he bought for me. One Stevie Wonder illustration. I, I get the I get the connection. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. And I was just super happy for him because he's, he's awesome, super talented. And then the next morning I wake up to um, uh, a friend who also, you know, supports artwork and stuff. And he was like, um, are you on the cover of the L.A. Times with some guy named Josh? And I was like, <gasps> I go like the real one. He's like, yeah, I go, oh, my God, I am. <laughs> I mean, not so me, but my great. artwork. Yeah. And you. I was like, I was like, oh, he's amazing. I was like, yeah, he's a good friend. He's family. Da, da, da. And I was like, I am. And I went at night and I went to get like the last copy at the store. I was like, you have an LA Times? And it was the last one. I bought it. It's in fucking plastic. And I'm yeah, it's keeping a, that shit. Totally. That's awesome. <laughs> and then someone was like, why don't you post a picture? I was like, no, this is his shine. It's not about me. I didn't win shit. My shit's just on the LA Times. Like, you know, if you don't know, you don't know. Like, yeah. my, my name's not on there. Just my artwork. 
So I was like, I'll wait because I have a good picture of it and, uh, and I'll post it uh, later. But yeah, thanks. That was awesome. Yeah, it was, that great. was pretty great. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, just you know. doing movies, yeah. being on the cover of the LA Times. You know, just small things. Um, all right, then. Then I, I guess we're good. And I, thank you so much for the five star review to yes, Homegirl Amy. Thanks, Amy. And I hope we have more. And I hope to have some guests up before the year's over. Yeah, for sure. Some guests lined up. Yeah. For sure. Just have to make it happen. And uh, that's it, I guess. All right. Bye, everybody. It's so nice to be back and talk (laughs) at you. Yeah, good times. Peace out, nerds. Testies, testies. Uno, dos, tres.